I'm not Hercules, so what do I know? No, you are you are not Hercules. Um, no, I I have too much of a pasta belly to, <laughs> to be Hercules. Um, what I will say is is that um this is gonna be the first uh bullshit segment that that we've we've started doing where we take the bullshit that we talk about and put it out as like an actual sort of segment that you can listen Ooh, to if you just want to hear. Exciting. Yep. So. For those that are I like listening, that we refer to these sections as segments, as though they're like part of a citrus fruit. Yeah, well, do you know what? Um, I just thought it sounds formal, even though we are the most informal couple of idiots mm-hmm. uh, life has ever managed to fart out. And um, I'm drinking coffee that's gone cold. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> but anyway, so let me spin the the fabled wheel of 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 bull shite. Um, woo! Football between Scotland and football. England. Yes, football happened, didn't it? I watched it. Yeah, it was a fucking boring match. <laughs> <laughs> My right, I, I was. I've done some thinking about football, and I've come up with a conclusion. Um, football as a game is extremely well designed. The point system is very well designed. The rules are a good balance between intricate and simple. I I think that it's an interesting game as a concept because it has the idea of like such and such a person has strengths in such and such an area and such and such other people have strengths in different areas and so it's about balancing the people that you have on the team to make an all-rounder team or a very attack-heavy team or whatever it might be. Yeah. And there's also an element of chaos in the fact that one of your um, players could just like start vomiting on the pitch. Who fucking knows? I think it's a, it's a very well-designed game, but I don't like like the hooliganism and the intensity that comes with it. Yeah. People that are like, oh, I will support this football team forever until I die. Yeah. I will get drunk and fight people in a pub over this football team. It's like, mate, come on now. I know. You've you've got like a you've got a wife and kids back home. <laughs> Do you not think you should be over this? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, well, uh, it happened on on Friday. Um, the 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 match between uh, Scotland and England in the in the Euros. And by the way, this is the I think probably the second time that I've spoken about football which Ooh, yep. is really fucking irksome I don't want to have to I don't want to have to see this in the news I don't want to have to talk about this shit mm-hmm. but um yeah so I was on the train down to London and uh on the Thursday and there was a oh god yeah of course you were yeah there was a lot of fucking football fans on the train and it was like they weren't they weren't doing anything they weren't doing anything like bad and see when I got off the train like it was <sighs> I hate to say it, but I felt like a sort of weird <laughs> sense of belonging with these absolute <laughs> fucking idiots going, It's coming home! It's coming home! It's like, you're in another country, mate, so where is it coming, where is it coming home to, you know? Um, yeah. But I, I, I really liked the reactions, because it was, for those for those that didn't watch it, it was nil-nil. Uh and everyone in Scotland treated that as an absolute resounding victory <laughs> that must be celebrated until yeah, the end yeah. of time. And people in England, uh, on the whole, were just like, "Ah, it was, you know." Well, there you go. Because um, I know that I know that uh, Scotland, like, compared to England, doesn't have a very good football mm-hmm. team. So I, I think, like, especially when I went down to London, the people that I spoke to were rather surprised by Scotland's performance. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I've no idea what that means for the for the grand scheme of things. 
Um, but um, well, would you like me to explain it to you? Yeah. With my poor understanding of the way it works. Yeah, go on. I think it's essentially a tournament system, but there are too many participants for it to be a basic tournament. So instead, they have groups of teams, and then the, those teams battle it out to move on to the next round, and so on and so on, until eventually you get a winner. So Scotland and England just so happen to be in the same group. Um, and I think the way it works is I think it's three points for a win, two points for a draw, one point for a loss. So after each match, a point will ha- a team will have a point score that gets updated, and that will determine the number of points they have at the end of that group session or whatever. <laughs> after all the group's matches have played, that number of points will determine whether or not they move on or not. Right. Um, that That's how it works, I think. I see. Okay. I still don't really understand it, but, you know, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it was ever so strange because there was this Scottish commentator. Clearly, because we watched it on ITV, so the ITV coverage was like... Um, Clearly, um, they didn't want to fork out to broadcast it separately in Scotland and England. Yeah. So they got, like, an English commentator and a Scottish commentator who clearly weren't very happy to be working <laughs> with each other. And um, they were like, oh, um, every now and then England would get, like, a corner or a free kick. And the Scottish um, commentator would be like, oh, they didn't deserve that. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, uh. And then the, the exact opposite would happen when the same thing happened to Scotland. Yeah. It's just bizarre. I do, I do like a sort of Scottish commentator's voice because it always sort of sounds like, and here we are back at the game, and we have multiple, uh, we have multiple sort of strategies being played out before us, and uh, oh here we go, and uh, football name number one has been given the ball and he is moving into the halfway zone, and it's like that really, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why, like every every football commentator sounds like a guy who's like in his mid forties. And like, just really is struggling to keep his eyes open when he's watching. I think that's because they are. <laughs> I think that's because that, that what you just described is the demographic of football commentators. <laughs> like it was, um, it's ever so strange because I think it was quite a big deal recently that um, an ex, um, I think it was the the female England football team, um, a player that used to play for them became a commentator fairly recently for like I think it was Sky News or Sky Sports or. I'm going to be honest with you, Dan. This, I'm pulling this out of my ass. This is like fourth-hand information. But, like, I'm pretty sure that happened. And she was there during the Scotland v. England um, Euros. She was, like, pitch side. Yeah. Um, and it's quite stark to see, like, the Sky Sports team. And it's, like, half a dozen middle-aged men and her. It's really strange. <laughs> like, it's it's bizarre to have such a, a singular demographic that you go for as your commentators. It's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a bizarre... It's such a bizarre thing that... that, that that this sort of sport is so sort of fervently defended and fervently attacked on behalf of. Um, mm. Do you know, I saw, I saw like, it was quite funny, but like, also at the same time, I was sort of embarrassed to be um, from Scotland. I saw um, a, a large group of, of uh, uh, Scottish gentlemen in, in London uh, mm. at, at the statue of uh, William Shakespeare. And all of what? them in. Why is com- it in London? <laughs> I'm sure it was in London. Wasn't he from Stratford? So, no, I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. It probably was in London. But I'm saying, who erected a statue of Shakespeare in London? Whose decision was that? Oh, I don't know. Some 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 <laughs> fucker. Um, should have stayed in Stratford because then it wouldn't have ever. This wouldn't have ever happened. Uh, they were all oh, chanting okay. in unison. Um, you're just a shite, Robbie Burns. Uh, <laughs> Robbie Burns. Robert, as in Robert Burns. Yeah, Robert Burns. Poet. Yeah. Okay. The way the way Scottish people pronounce it is Rabbi Burns. 
Um, okay. And I'm um, sure if Robert Burns was, was alive, he'd be like, can you please stop mispronouncing my name, you bunch of assholes? <laughs> I imagine someone someone quite as literally focused as Robert Burns, he probably would be like, no, I'm Robert Burns and I'm nothing else. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I like I, I like Shakespeare. Call him Bill Shakespeare. I really like Shakespeare. Shakespeare was a was a was a very intelligent uh, man. So to see, you know, my countryman uh, sc- screaming, "Yeah, just uh, yeah, like that," and that's a horrible Glaswegian vernacular. I was like, "Oh my god." Um, uh, I mean, I have no strong opinions either way about Shakespeare. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I don't think I'm familiar enough with Robert Burns's work to. Yeah, he was a poet, and Shakespeare was Mm. a poet, but he wrote about a million plays as well. Mm. Um, Poetry is one of those things I struggle to appreciate, I think, because it's... um, There's this really interesting quote, I forgot where I heard it from. It might have been a book that's not at all to do with art, but they said, um, it's pointless trying to go up to a a piece of art, if it's a sculpture or a painting, whatever, and say, okay, so what does this mean in words? Because if it meant something in words, you would have said it. Yeah, true. So... I always think is it is poetry not sort of self-limiting in a funny way? I, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a strange thing because what the connotations a certain word might have for um, the poet might be completely different to the connotations a certain word might have for the the reader. Yeah. So you're making a subjective sort of piece of art when you want to be expect sort of saying this one particular point of view. I don't know. I've never I've never seen the appeal of poetry. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm wrong. Maybe poetry is objectively good and I'm just thick. But I don't know. I'm not I've never been a huge poetry fan. No, I've never looked I've never looked, read a poem and been like, "Oh my god, what is that is amazing." Mm. I mean, yeah, I've, I've never read a poem and thought it was better than an equivalent piece of prose. Yeah. I I, I imagine that you would probably have to, I think poetry is one of those things that you would have to study in order to appreciate if you know what i mean yeah yeah like yeah. if anyone just read the great gatsby without actually mm. let's sort of you know trying to think about what what it means and what the symbolism is i think they would just be like wow these people are fucking awful um <laughs> yeah yeah you know yeah i think it's the same with of mice and men you'd be like god that book's over quickly and <laughs> that big guy just killed a lady that was, that was a bit weird yeah no definitely <laughs> you, you wouldn't you wouldn't care about it yeah but um yeah, so that's uh, that. That was my bit of bullshit mm. for the week. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. My only thing about my only remaining qualm with football at the moment is that it's frustrating that the economy is reopening, starting with football, which yeah. is perhaps the worst place to start that. Yeah, <laughs> because it's it's all well and good saying. Um, like there's all these laws about pubs. Like you have to be sat down in a pub and you have to be eating as well as drinking, or you can't sort of move around in the pub, sort of thing. Um, but then also there's people crowding around outside Wembley, and it's like oh, there's six thousand people in this tiny little square. Yeah. Um, and now if if one of them's got COVID, they all will have by the end of the night. Mm-hmm. So it's well, what's the point in 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 playing it that way? Do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah, I do. It's it. Feel, yeah, you either go with a a, a sort of a a proportion-based reopening or a completely random happenstance-based reopening. And it's the happenstance one is what Boris seems to have gone with in his infinite glory and wisdom <laughs> rather than a, okay, well, let's just, regardless of what you're doing, whether you're in a theatre, whether you're going to watch football, whether you're in a pub, whatever you're doing, you can only have these set of rules to follow. As long as you follow these rules, do what you like. Surely that would be a more sensible way to do it and say, okay, well, we can open theatres a bit slowly or we can do this, we can do that. No, definitely. I mean, I think that there is a sort of greater leniency to football uh, when it comes to what's allowed. Yeah, which is insanely frustrating. Yeah, it's like, 
you know, um, what was it? Uh, the the um, the march, uh, the 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 feminist march. I can't remember where it was in London. Like the the huge police presence that was there, and the and like the number of arrests that took place, and it was a it was a vigil, and it was like it was so overly sort of. Uh, oh Christ! Yeah, I remember that. It was it was about the 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 sort of recent killing of of a of a woman by a police officer. Yeah, and then there was just this overwhelming police presence, and you think, well, can you not see the irony there? Yeah, can you not see how that maybe is a bit fucked? And then like, it was either it was either like just before or like very shortly after there was a huge football march, um, like and police weren't like intervening; they were like sort of ex- escorting, which is like. I mean, just proportionally, how the, how those two things? Like, how can you you know justify the sort of different measures of response when one mm. erupted in fights over men kicking a fucking ball around, and the other was something that's actually really fucking important? And yeah, exactly. You know, it um, um, yeah, I mean, you're completely. Right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I you know, I'm not having a go if you like football and all that, and you get into it, and it's your thing, and it's your passion i'm not having a go but it's just like proportionally it's really perspective. Yeah, yeah exactly but um ah, well. it's one of the one of the no I, I completely understand what you mean it's it's um the things we see in life influence the way we live our lives yeah. and like if you see on if it's even if it's eastenders or something if there's a lesbian couple in one of the houses and you think oh then there's kids watching. And you think, oh, well, the kids must just know. Oh, well, that's acceptable then. So to see, like, it's okay in times of pandemic for people to um, go to the football and spread COVID around and or go and do some heavy drinking and oh, it's just and it just it frustrates me to see such bizarre hypocrisy yeah. of like, um, oh well, you can kneel if you want to to be against racism rather than shouldn't we all just be against racism? Yeah, definitely. Should that not be a default standpoint? Yep. Oi. No, it's just, it's, it is, like, you know, you're allowed to go and trash George Square, but you can't, you know, mm. stand at a, a vigil for, for a woman who was, I know, who I was know. killed. Um, but, life is shit, so, <laughs> <laughs> you say, you say the way, the, the way we, uh, the things we see influences our lives, that's why I'm a miserable fuck, um, but there you are, that was, uh, that was the first, uh, bullshit segment, mm. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was a bit rambly, but that's the whole point, I suppose. It is. Yeah. So thanks, and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Yeah. yeah.